Welcome y'all to the Black Hoof Saloon, a Wild West Exodus podcast. Mosey on up to the bar and get yourself a bottle of fire water or a glass of sarsaparilla and listen to some good old yarns about adventures of law dogs, outlaws, and weird creatures. So set a spell, water your ride or your rider, and get ready to tune up your posses. This is the Black Hoof Saloon. What? There's no Wookiees in the Wild West. <laughs> we lose Eric. Like magic. Oh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey like, guys, we are live. To... This is the Black Hoof Saloon, and this is uh our let's see this is technically our third live stream and our posse build bonanza and tonight we're doing our second little posse build and tonight it's tom's turn Woo-hoo. so um this is gonna be a lot faster probably than last week's because uh unlike warrior nation as brian has put together i'm gonna be working on order and there's just not a whole lot of choices there <laughs> So, <laughs> Brian rolling his eyes. He's like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys are tuning in, we do have the chat. We're going to try and keep an eye on it and try to respond to you guys. Yeah, speak up in the chat if you guys are there. Um, we'll give them a little bit of time to check in. Meanwhile, I'm going to switch to my headphones. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know if it was on my computer or what, but I just had major breaking up of you there. Yeah, you were all over it, man. You're usually pretty good, but the election got your internet. Yeah, they're counting them votes on the internet, I guess. (laughs) There we go. Now I can hear you guys. (laughs) He doesn't even know what we're saying to him. (laughs) I heard you guys. (laughs) I had to just turn the monitor off so we don't get that, that squealing feedback. Um, let's see. What else did I want to catch up on? So, um, oh, I want to mention to everybody that if you guys missed the live stream, you can watch the playback on our Facebook page. If you guys don't have time, you know, you can watch it there. Uh, and eventually like today I posted, uh, yesterday I posted up the audio of the last one in our podcast stream over on Podbean, and eventually it gets on Google and iTunes. And then today, which seemed like it took forever. <laughs> I uploaded the 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 video, the playback version of that with, you know, I dressed it up a little bit and put it in our YouTube channel. So that way, if you guys aren't a Facebook person, but you know we're doing these, you can go to YouTube and watch it there in all our glory. Yes, because we are glorious. <laughs> All right. I am going to change my background, too. I just noticed I'm going to do a video thing. I kind of like that. I kind of like like the video thing. I kind of like that rolling around behind you. All right. I'll leave the video thing (laughs) up then. (laughs) Trying some new stuff with our stream. So, um, me too. Other than that, the fans off. All right. (laughs) You you don't basically don't have the light on. Brian, look going on. Right. No idea what you said. Yeah, no, you're, 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 break, you're breaking up again, Eric. 
You're freezing. <laughs> you're you're jumping all over. I think he died. Yeah, see. Long freeze. <laughs> and he's back. Am I back? You're hopefully back. it. You're back. Hopefully it gets better. You know what? I'm going to turn off my phone. On. Uh... <laughs> you're not allowed to move and get excited. Okay. I don't know. Uh, let me see if I'm getting any bad connections. It's not telling me I am. Well, hopefully it gets better. Well, you're better now. Am I better now? Okay. You're better yeah. now. I got to quit touching the computer. That's what it, it just is. Spikes. Yeah, it's just spiking here and there. Okay. Don't, don't, don't move. Don't, don't even move your eyes very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, uh, let me open up the chat to see if we get any opening. Well, yeah, I, I can't monitor the chat tonight because like Brian last week, my phone is my second camera. So. Brian, are you going to work the Posse Builder? Because we're if you yep. guys don't know about it, check out the Posse Builder. It's what's making these possible for us to do and share with you guys. Um, I know we've had some community members that are just think it's the best thing next yeah. to sliced bread. I do. <laughs> it's awesome. Yep. You really should check it out. I agree. It's some good stuff. And check out Gadzooks Gaming for uh, taking over hosting of the Impossibilder. You know, real huge heartfelt thanks to Gadzooks Gaming for doing that, giving it a home to allow us to keep using it. You know, it's awesome. Buy from Gadzooks if you're in the U.S. Uh, they have a really good supply. They just kind of actually, Tom and I were chatting about it this morning. They just re-upped some of the things that they were sold out on. So they got some more, some more of the goodies in. So if, you, so if you need portals, try to get them before Brian does. Uh, what? <laughs> I was you just going to say, wait. I wouldn't even talk about the portals before you do. I was going to say, <laughs> no, I think Tom's covered. I don't think he needs any more. <laughs> yeah, not, not at the pace I go. Eventually, maybe one day. All right. We'll so see. <laughs> we'll go ahead and jump right into it. I think, um, so since you have it up there, Tom, and for you guys watching, if you couldn't tell, Tom's diving into order. So, Tom, what are your thoughts here? What do you want to do? So reason I'm going order, one, um, there, there, there are some more of the good guys, not those creepy crawly guys you like to play with. Well, <laughs> they're, they're the good the guys. Or not. <laughs> no, shut up. They're the good guys. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I mean, I think we all know that every faction kind of is not necessarily good <laughs> um, in this game. But based on your point Tip of view and, and how you want to think about them. Uh, the lawmen, right, Tom? The lawmen, of course, are good. God. Yeah. Um, pretty much every game I play, I play the good guys. I always like playing the good guys. The order are the good guys. They are what are keeping peace and... Uh, a certain viewpoint, I'd like to say. <laughs> yeah, Obi Wan's uh, quote going through my through my head. <laughs> but uh, they, they're uh, keeping peace and order throughout the galaxy, so <laughs> that's why they're the order. Oh um, man! So uh, alongside the lawmen, I feel like the order are, are really one of the the real good guys in this game. You know, going back to the lore that they had in first edition, which I know it's legends now, but you know they were kind of really uh, on the side of good. 
And so they've always just kind of held that place in my heart. On top of that, it's a small elite faction, which means less models to paint. <laughs> that 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 is one good point and um something that i like with less models it's less that you have to keep up here to keep track of yeah um i, mean, I got nothing but pretzels up there anyway so uh <laughs> that, that's a good point brian to bring up the some of that old fluff is still really entertaining right, so what tom was talking about the legends uh the previous books before the merger of I guess the dystopian war, you know, global conflict into the Wild West Exodus conflict. Uh, so there was minor changes in the fluff just to make it work, uh, merging the two, you know, lores into one. So the books, which are great, this one I'm holding up is called Bastion. And it's the book that details stories uh, regarding the the order. So it's a it's a novel based on following the steps of a, you know, someone in the order. So it, it's actually really neat. It yeah. gives you a little bit of a, that, that uh, was my favorite of actually, that was my favorite of all the novels. That's yeah, nice is those novels because they are from first edition is a lot of places you can pick them up for uh, pretty decent prices. I think I picked up a majority of them for my local store. I don't know, a couple bucks, you know, for more yeah. than one. Well, they're only, they're only $10 live. Uh, yeah. But, you know, Amazon sold them with a couple bucks uh, yep. cheap. There's still some on Amazon. Uh, a couple of the game stores have them. I, I, Tom, does Gatsuks have a couple of these? I don't know. I've never looked. I've, I've never really. I know they're still I, up I, on I, Amazon, too. I still I, see I've, them. I've on had there. them all. I've had them all basically since they came live. So, yeah, me too. Um, uh, except I think I have mine all on the Kindle. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I actually have them. Can't copy. do electronic. I need that. I need to smell Including those the, pages. The anthology <laughs> book that actually has some has a story written by uh, Gunther, who created the Wraith uh, mm -hmm. model. He actually wrote his own short story and won the contest, and so it got published in this anthology. And this is a bunch of different short stories, similar to what you know War Cradle was doing on their blog, but it was all published in a book. Uh, yep. So, um, so that's always kind of been something I've wanted to do ever since I read Bastion is start up an order uh, list. And there's some characters in there that you you might recognize. Abner is in there. Nura is in there. You get to see basically how someone kind of joins and gets inducted into the order. The training they go through as a spike. Uh, you know, it's not. It's kind of a slow burn book, uh, and, and it's not instant action you know cover to cover but uh, i found it the most interesting of all the books so okay right. no it was good i liked it it uh and something to note the the holy order of man was what the order was was called in the first edition and then in the second edition is just the order uh, <clears> not <throat> not necessarily saying that there wasn't offshoots of what is the order called the holy order of man because that part of the order didn't change mm -hmm. the order still began to recruit humans for their organizations here on earth to help take out the hex and largely that's done through religious groups so obviously it makes perfect sense if you you hear those kind of things uh, mentioned uh, again it's kind of like these books are 
people's recollections of what happened, maybe not actual truths of what happened, but it's their best, you know, explanation. Like your classic or, Penny Dreadfuls. They're tall tales and legends. Uh, you know, one thing to consider is Kokoroli wasn't a thing in yeah. the first edition. So the the phases, if you've read the the Holy Order fluff in the book, that was new. That That's something mm-hmm. that they expanded uh, kind of a lot because uh, Outlaw was keeping a lot of what the Order hierarchy and secret. So we didn't get a whole lot of looks into any explanation of what they were except for mm-hmm. this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still kind of like kept it in a, a, a kind of a secretive way. So now we have a much more explanation of what the uh, the war against the hex entails uh, based on these energy beings that are manipulating humans and uh, you know to, to fight their fight for them you know mm-hmm. uh, so as we go into this some of those characters in that book if you read it they're going to mention them like Siraj he's he's a he's a Kokoroli in here but before Siraj was in the armor he he, he was a human mm-hmm. you know uh, the, the trick is, I'm I'm led to believe now that the names that they carry were their energy being names, not the human that they hosting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so yeah, there there's a little bit of retconning that had to be done, right, to uh, fit everything together. But um, they're still the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to give a quick shout out to some of our people that are in the chat. So we have uh, Jacob Clark is uh in there he was first so you get the little first person ribbon jacob uh we have our good friend mac is in there he says hello fellas uh benji's in here and you'll like this one tom he says howdy howdy bush rangers (laughs) yeah because we know bush rangers seek the taint and then we also have clay in there uh, which if any of you guys were around from first edition, Clay's an old dog, like the three of us. So yep. welcome guys. In? <laughs> what was that, Brian? You mean Clay, the doctor is in? Yes. Yep. Clay, the doctor is in. Um, oh, great. Now he's going to, now he's going to have to be in the, uh, the little Lucy doctor booth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five cents. Wow. Wow. <laughs> mention there i guess yeah I, I think the doctor's a little more extreme than lucy <laughs> oh come on look what she did to chuck all the time well that's true <laughs> all right so tom what what kind of ideas are you thinking uh so starting off so we'll so, i'll start off this this is what i've gotten this is what i've collected uh, i have did not buy this all at the same time but uh get a box here a box there they start adding up um, and we knew we'd been talking about this for a while. So I've been sitting on these. So, uh, actually some, some of them are even still in their shrink wrap. So got things to work with. We've got the portal Vanguard posse. Mm-hmm. All right. That comes with, uh, regular Nura, Salto, Helios, Bran, Noth, two portals and Catan. Okay. And then I see another one that I've, I've, Battled this one a couple times. Yep. Um, Divine Intervention. I think this is the one most people are familiar with if they've mm-hmm. played with or against the Order. Uh, that comes with uh, Makara, Han, Siraj, Valana, and Methun. It just got a box of Spica. Um, okay. They're just cool looking. They're, they're the hands that we've got. 
at your there's order the, scrubs. There's the uh, portals that I snaked out. Jeez, a wheeze. What is that? Six boxes? <laughs> well, oh, okay. Okay. There <laughs> <laughs> so I accidentally, um, I, I didn't realize that I had ordered a box of Zane and Oran um, a long time ago during a clearance that we found um, sometime a year or more ago. So I actually reordered them. So now I have two boxes of those. So uh, we're taking suggestions, uh, you know, maybe do something with that extra box, maybe a giveaway. Something. Yeah, we might do a giveaway or something. That's a good idea. I got That's a Tumblr. That's very generous. A tum- <laughs> okay. I've got a Tumblr. I've got legendary Nura. Okay. And I've got and a Nick Brian showing one. off. And Stop showing off, Brian. Are th- those are hands too, then? These are not hands. These are support. Okay. So that's everything that I've got to work with. So I don't have any luminance. I don't have a pillar of light. I don't have spheres of light. Um, like I said, I've only got the single tumbler. So you're pretty much starting from scratch with the order, right? Absolutely. Every, everything. I don't have anything from the order. So, and I've been sitting on these waiting for this challenge. So, okay. Okay. Um, as far as my ideas, um, I want to go Nura. I want to go Salto. That gives me two portal masters. So you're looking portal Vanguard to start with. Okay. Portal Vanguard to start with. Now, so. with, whether that be legendary Nura or regular Nura, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's what we're here to figure out. That's right. All right. And so, Brian, you gonna you gonna control the little posse builder then? Yeah, I, I can jump in the posse and stuff. Uh, okay. And pull up cards and. Uh, so and then I'll so go Don, ahead and pull up. How did how did you envision starting your your build? Do you want to have uh, go do a test run uh, with regular Nura or? Do you want to start with regular? Just uh. Yeah, start with start with regular, and then okay. uh, down the line, we can talk about maybe upgrading her. It's, me, um, we, it's weird um, from regular Nura to legendary Nura is not necessarily um, an upgrade. They're very different from each other. Well, we right, want to so just go over that right now then. Here's uh, uh, I'll open up uh, the Portal Vanguard um, theme posse uh, card here. Will you guys pull that up? I am pulling parts out of the box. Oop. All right. All right, and hopefully, so everybody that's watching can see this. Uh, I'm waiting for the the stream to catch up to double check. I have it centered. All right, so, so the port the portal vanguard themes uh, is basically it focuses on units with the Australia trait, and then jumps into some vehicles and maybe some of the other face units. The main reason it does that by slot three, they jump into just border face is because the uh, Portal Vanguard does bring Kokoroli in. There's two in the box. So what they they assume you're going to blend this this group with the, you know, Portal Australia units and then bring in some of the heavier hitting uh, units as well. And if you fill up all the, all the socks uh, with something, then everybody that has Australia as a trait picks up teamwork. And, and I, team now the host, uh, I think we lost uh, Eric again. Like it just told me that I'm the host. I still see Eric. Okay, I'm back. I don't know. I'm losing. I lost a connection for a second there. Uh, okay. 
We are still streaming though. So, so I, I want to point out here that uh, the pieces that are in the Portal Vanguard set are cast in resin, not plastic. I am not going to start building these ones on the thing. I actually have some Spica that I, I'm going to put be working on. I just wanted to open up to see what was in here, but um, I got to wash the resin. So before, so for those who uh, have not worked with resin before, uh, there's a release agent on it from when it comes out of the molds. And if you, you really kind of want to wash them off with soap and water first uh, to get that release agent off, because often what can happen is the paint won't stick to the resin. Uh, so you want to make sure that you just, you know, warm water, soap, an old toothbrush, and just kind of clean them off, let them dry, you know, dry them off, let them dry off, and then uh, go into priming them. So, yeah, I admit, uh, I only do that to the ones I see the re release agent. <laughs> Otherwise, oh. I go straight on there with primer. Oh, man, I'm waiting for your stuff to start shipping. So I never believed that. I, I kind of used to do the same thing. Um, I, but I had done this with some old um, Battletech miniatures that I had that were actually cast in resin. And I painted them up, and they looked great. I was so happy with them. And about two years later, um, the paint started to flake off of them. Wow. So, yeah. So I, um, that was when I said, okay, this is a real thing. <laughs> uh, people were not pulling my leg on this. <laughs> so uh, it's something that you might want to consider uh, when you're working on things. Uh, I've not had any problems with plastic. Uh, I know that there are some people who actually clean the plastic as well for the same reasons. Yeah, I just I just use normal dishwasher, you know, dish soap yep. and a toothbrush and just scrub them a little bit. A little bit of Dawn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just a, a drop or two of that in, in some water. Um, I actually just put throw all the pieces into a bowl <laughs> uh, with some soapy water and uh, – toss them out, you know, and I just let them float around in there for a little bit, hit them with a brush and it's fine. Um, so I'm going to not work on those ones right now. And I'm going to put together the other five spikers that I still need to do. Okay. So let's quickly go over the portal Vanguard theme posse. Uh, so order force, instead of a faction posse, you can use Nura. Uh, and if all six slots are filled with at least one unit in the posse, and all Estrella in the posse gain teamwork. Mm -hmm. So let's see. We're looking at slot number one is an order unit with the Estrella trait. Two, order unit with the Estrella trait. Three, order face unit and or order non-vehicle support. Four is order face and or order non-vehicle support. Five is up to two order hands or order support units. So it's a, either the hands or the support. And then six is up to two order face or order hands units. Right. So five gives you, gets you the chance to bring in two, two vehicle units if you have them. Yep. Yep. So, so what are you oh, thinking for the first slot there, Tom? Oh, it's, it's salt there. Okay. 
Well, yeah. which boss are we going to go with? Uh, we're going to start with regular Nara, I think. Let's see what kind of points you have then. He's 165. Okay, 165. Here, let me go ahead and stop sharing that. And so, yeah, just for people who may not know, is, uh, Jana Salto is the portal uh, master. So okay. if you bring, when you bring her, you double your ability to manipulate uh, portals. Because it's a special action, you can only do it once per turn. So they um, bringing a second portal master into the group, you know, speeds up your ability to throw portals around the board. Okay, and it also frees up your boss to do bossy things. Let's take a look at Nura real quick. Because Nura is very bossy. All right. So there's Nura. So her for the boss. She... Let's see. What's her standout stuff? So she's got three fortunes. She's 165. Uh, let's see. Quick six. Mind is six. Aim is six. Grid is six. Fight is seven. She has a limit of three. Uh, her weapons. She's got the relic blade. That's her one melee that has parry and fatal on a crit. Range is one inch with a piercing on minus one and the rate of attack is one. So she's just going to smack you with that big old blade. Um, her relic pistol is her ranged weapon, which she can revolver fan, close work, and hazardous on a crit. Ten inch range with a minus two piercing and two dice. She's throwing two dice. And then her other melee is her staff, which has parry. Stun, refined, brutal on a crit, range of two inches, so she can doesn't have to be base to base with a piercing of minus three and one. And then we got her common rules. She has metal, quick in the dead, largesse, target priority, sure foot, teamwork. She's got a lot of common rules. Yep. And then special rules. So we got disciple of the all shard. So she may choose to count the gut bonuses provided by adventure cards played during their activation as just a straight plus one action points instead of what's the actual points printed on the card. Um, and it may never be included in a force with the tainted unit. Sorry, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and then she's got tactical brilliance. She gains plus one to reserve checks once per turn. The unit, when activated, may spend two action points to look at the top three cards from either the adventure deck or the action deck and replace them in any order on the top of the deck. That's a good one. That's right there, I think, is the key for her. Uh, okay. ins inspirational, any friendly unit, excluding her, of course. Uh, within six inches, may re-roll a single die roll in their activation. She has portal mastery, which we've kind of covered. So she's bringing your portals to jump around. Um, and she's got forward echelon. So as long as she's three inches of two or more friendly non-disordered hand units, this unit and the hands gain a plus one grit. Um, and she... Also may go on the lookout for a cost of one action point, regardless of how many combat actions it has made this turn. So, and we we 
we have done a smoke wagon with her. Um, was it the legendary though that we did, or did we kind of talk about both of them? I don't remember. It was a while ago. I don't recall. Yeah, I want to say legendary. I want to say we went legendary because she was one of the earlier ones, and I think we hit a lot of the legendaries early. Mm-hmm. So what's what's her standout for you, uh, Tom? Why you want to take her besides portals? Well, that's how I said portals and, and <laughs> some card shenanigans. Some shenanigans card card shenanigans are that's- are what I'm looking for. Yeah. That jumps out right away at me. So uh, this, her regular version isn't going to be as an aggressive a model as say her legendary, her legendary is very, um, you know, beat on somebody type model. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas uh, the regular is more of, I guess you would call it your support boss, right? Yep. Well, she's, she's the tactical unit uh, mm-hmm. with, you know, so I pulled up the legendary version. So the, the big thing that changes is she goes from the limit of three to a limit of four. She um, absentmindedly left her her sword uh, in her purse, so she doesn't have it with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. She also she also lost her pistol, but stumbled on some thermite grenades and a portal generator. So she still has her staff which is her main weapon. I mean, uh, the only reason you have the other, the sword is because she carries one in her model, but they've made the staff better. So you're, you're going to be using the staff over the, the sword. So, you know, they, they just went and said, well, why have the sword if, if the staff is the primary weapon? So she picks up thermite grenades to throw some uh, brutal blasts uh, that crit to hazardous pierce four. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The portal generator uh, is is really kind of unnecessary. If she has portal mastery, she doesn't really need a portal generator. So I'm not really sure how much this is going to come into play because it's not a powerful thing. Um, yeah. Why, uh, why Why is it even on there? Because, yeah, she still I has don't. portal mastery. Um, to use as a weapon, I guess, is the only reason. Uh, I mean, close work? Yeah, but the pistol uh, had it. But it's complex. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Um, well, uh, so what, what be her special some other, roles? Some of the other differences. Uh, she she loses uh, she loses teamwork and uh, she loses tactical brilliance, but mm. picks up picks up some other stuff. So uh, she loses uh, forward echelon because again she's a tact. She now is no longer tactically leading. She's she's leading by fighting. So she's, she's a forward striking boss uh, as a legendary. So she picks up quick strike, which gives Mm -hmm. her, you know, if she hits with a first strike, her second strike can be for one action point instead of two. She still has inspirational. So while she's kicking ass, she's impressing her, her troops. Uh, (laughs) They're like, damn. Right. (laughs) Um, She picks up bull rush so she can focus charges for no additional cost. And free strike actions do not benefit, but you know you're getting getting a little extra movement on those charges, so which is a bonus with a quickness of six. And now she's basically doing a eight foot or eight eight inch, you know, charge when she wants. And then bounding strike is uh, this unit wounds an enemy model with a strike action. This unit may be placed up to half its quickness value from its current position. 
This is considered to be a free move action and is subject to backstab attempts as normal. So she basically, she takes out a model. She can move mm-hmm. <laughs> for free. Jake, Jacob asked in the, in the chat, Brian, that uh, wouldn't she get teamwork back if uh, you fill out the Vanguard posse? Um, right. She is, te- she is considered in the posse as the leader and with Estrella, she would. Okay. It's just a matter of filling that whole posse out. Right. Right. Okay. So that was Nura. So, um, yeah, I think I kind of like the, the regular over the elite, uh, you know, the legendary. Uh, I feel like it brings more to the table. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of other hard hitters that can, that can be added later that I don't necessarily think that she needs to be one of your main hitters. Yeah. Yeah. So then in slot two, we had an order unit with a, the Astrea trait, and you said Salto, right? Yep. That's slot one. Okay, Salto. So what stands out for Salto for you? Portal Mastery. That's... More portal shenanigans, huh? Yep. Okay. So the whole reason to take her, as far as I'm concerned, is to have another Portal Master on the table. Yeah, it's good to have the backup. Um, which, well, like, there's a, another a side reason is she's literally one of the cool, cooler uh, looking order models. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorite when they first teased her, I was like, oh, insta buy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to be fair, Brian, is, is there anything that's not an insta buy? <laughs> yes, there are, there are a lot of things I haven't bought yet. <laughs> yeah, there's one or two. <laughs> yet <laughs> but those no there's not in there's nothing in the order that i haven't already bought uh but you know <laughs> if stewart releases the new uh dylan callis uh set then technically until i could purchase it i wouldn't have that <laughs> well there's that <laughs> let me get salto up i had to check something real quick all right, Salto, face order human. Um, lots of keywords there. Uh, one fortune for herself, 105. So she's she's on the cheaper end for a face. Um, quick of six, mind of five, aim is five, grid is five. She has a fight of six and a limit of three. She carries a relic blade for melee that's Parry, fatal on a crit, uh, range of one inch, minus one piercing, rate of attack is one. And then she has a relic pistol that has revolver fan and close work. And then hazardous on the crit, range of 10 inches with a minus two piercing and two rate of attacks. And then last weapon is a melee portal glove which is a portal weapon. It's complex and special and is lethal on a crit. Now the range is just a dash. Um, base to base. And base to base. And then the piercing's a minus three with a rate of attack one. And then let's see, let's take a look at her common rule. She has metal, quick and the dead, target priority, and she is agile. 
She has special rules that are disciple of the Ash Alshard. So she gets the the count the cards gut bonus as plus one action points like Nira. Uh, she has filtered lungs, so she ignores disorder effects from smokescreen weapons, portal mastery, and then she is uh, discipline. So she may re-roll mind checks to hold their nerve for give them hell reactions. Uh, and she may re-roll failed yeller checks. So we've mentioned before, Tom, the big thing for this is you have backups for portals. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I mean, she's her portal gloves pretty hard hitting. So, yep. So, I mean, you know, the portal glove is basically, you know, when you have the portal weapons, you're basically opening up a portal on somebody <laughs> in mm-hmm. somebody. So, I mean, just uh, thematically, that's a little, uh, it's a little gross and there's scary. No game effect. Uh, the weapon trait, portal weapon, the only mm-hmm. game effect is it grants the model who has that weapon the ability to use the manipulate portal special action. Mm-hmm. But because she's already, she has portal master, she can do it better. So she yeah. doesn't necessarily need the weapon, but she's got it. The... Yep. The complex uh, makes it a minus three to to her fight, and the special means she's only doing it once per turn. So the her her main weapon is something that she's not going to use very often. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so i.e. Uh, next card update, it needs love. <laughs> so th- this is something that I feel um, about the entire. Portal Vanguard uh, Posse is that um, it's underwhelming to begin, you know, just overall, you know, maybe maybe when they start adding some other characters, it, it can build up better. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's not that many Astrea units that you can use. Um, and I, I'm really disappointed that um, the Spica are no longer Astrea units. Uh, because they were, I, I like them a lot and, and I like playing with hands, uh, as opposed to how Brian said he likes to play with a lot of characters and the, you know, the, the heroes of the game. I like the hands. I like those unsung guys. Um, you, you like, know, you like the fodder. I do. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, technically the, the spike aren't really fodder. They're pretty good for hands. Yeah, yes, they are. <laughs> um, but with the, them losing Estrella means that they don't get the teamwork rule. And that, yeah. you know, I, I thought that them with the teamwork rule were really worthwhile. And now I'm just like, yeah, they're not all that worthwhile. Um, you know, they're not as exciting to put in there. So that might be as far as deep as I go into the Portal Vanguard posse. <clears throat> um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, let's see. So that was, and th- and that so hurts me a lot just a because, two, huh? Yeah, that hurts me a lot because Helios is one of my favorite models. Mm-hmm. But uh, Brian and I have talked about this before. Um, she's just sort of like, a, pull, like up, pull up Helios. She's Some just sort of like, she's just sort of like a little bit better hand. <laughs> right. So 
unlike the Spica, who don't carry Estrella, Helios is Estrella that mm. carries Spica. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so if you look, she's five fives. She has a quick six, so that's good. But her everything else is fives. Her limit of three. Uh, she does have thermite grenades, so she can she can really you know mess up some hands if she wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know the 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 biggest change to the order that is you know it's kind of like a double edged sword. Most of the units picked up disciple of the Oshard. Most of them picked up filtered lungs. And they all picked up discipline. Well, I'm pretty sure when you start calculating, okay, how much are they? How much do we have to uh, cost these models at? And how much abilities do they get based on? Wow, they already start with three special abilities. Mm-hmm. So it left the design team to say, well, we can't really give them anything else. They got all these other things, right? She's wearing a mask, so she needs filters lungs. Well, now we can't give her quick strike to make her a hard hitting a strength right mm-hmm. oh and we you know she's got even though they literally don't get much with discipline it just made sense that they have it because they're supposed to be these hardened troops and right. but it increases it used to be elite as a common rule well then they said well we need to have a way of putting that they can't ever bring tainted in the force so they created Disciple of All Shard. They kind of merged Elite and added the tainted uh, restriction into that. So it made it an easy way. But because it shows up as a special rule, there's this impression that all of these order, they already have all these special abilities. We can't give them any more. But they give you a general tone. A lot of these don't have that big of an impact, right? Uh, especially, uh, and then they, they kind of tweaked all the their weapons to be less effective so that's the main issue is the relic blades used to be better they used to have a rate of attack of higher than one um their their specials were better their piercers better than now they've kind of toned them all down because they all carry those like the spikes are all carrying that uh, yep. most of the australia carry that weapon uh so they basically like this baseline for all these units to have this literally the same wheelhouse as far as threat and um, abilities because they all carry those three abilities. It's hard for them to pick up other abilities. Uh, mm. Now, Helios did pick up rapport, but if you don't have a bunch of civilians, you will likely not add them. You know, right? And that, uh, and that that's I uh, like I said, one of my most one of my favorite models in the game. But um, I think I have to leave her at home. So then. Uh, since you got one slot filled, what are you going to do for... Well, let's look at Bran. He's the other guy. Okay. He's another Spike Estrella, and he's got the smoke grenades, right? So remember, most of them, they have filtered lungs. So being ha- having the ability to have smoke out on the board, you'll be able to hide some of your people in them, and they're not going to be affected by it. So you'll be able to block line side. You'll be able to, you know... Uh, be effective in there without having to suffer from disorder. So, and again, he's six quick, minus six, aim six. So he shoots a little better than uh, Helios. He uh, has a vibro gauntlet as a, uh, his primary melee weapon. No specials, just lethal on crit. Pierce two, ROA of one. 
he does have a relic pistol, which is a good pistol. Hazardous on a crit, uh, mm-hmm. Pierce two, ROA two. The uh, commons he has is metal, quick in the dead, and he has teamwork. And as you see, he has no special rules outside of the ones that they all get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he's pretty straightforward um, to use. Right, and it, it really I'm not sure why he's more than Helios. I guess because he has a higher aim. Yeah, probably. But she picks up rapport. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, it's a little odd why he's more. Uh, I guess they're saying that the smoke grenades are more effective, so it it, it pulls uh, an extra five points for that. Uh, the thermite grenades being Pierce four, I guess they they think that that's not as effective. So when I when I roll, I may bring Brand because he gives me an option of being able to throw some smoke without bringing one of the light vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the light vehicles has smoke. So. Right. And while smoke is useful, I'm not going to say it's not. I don't think that that's a driving reason for me to take, to pay the cost of having brand there. Right. And, and right. That's, so the other, that's really what it comes down to. It, it, it's, they're, it's not that they're bad per se, they're just not worth their points. Right. So then the second slot could be where you bring Catan or uh, was it not? Uh, was it Mithun? I think it was Mithun. No, it's Catan and Catan and They come in the box. Yep, yep, you're right. And so the, and they, they each have a slightly different, they each have their own special that separates them from each other. Mm-hmm. So like... One, they're Astraea, so they can they can come in slot one and two. You don't have to wait till the open face uh, slot. They're Cocoroli. They have a quick of five, so a little slower than the rest of the Astraeas, but with a mind of eight, aim six, grit six, and fight six, heavy fists with crits to stun, pierce one, ROA of one. I'm not really sure why they're only they only have one hand. The model shows two. Uh, so that should be heavy fists. And then they also have Stola Chains. Stola tra- Chains are a ranged weapon that have drag, lethal, close work, and crit to fatal. Nine-inch range, mm. pierce two, rate of attack of three. Okay. So that's their primary means of um, uh, kicking your butt. Uh, yep. Common rules, metal, and target priority. Uh, Cocorley pretty much don't get quick in the dead because they're large uh, in case of boots. Obviously, they pick up Disciple of the Arshard. And then they have another group uh, special, which is Cocorley. The stunned and distorted conditions do not cause attribute penalties to be suffered by this unit. They they Mm -hmm. still count as having the condition. The hazard condition has no effect on this unit, and if applied, is immediately removed. Furthermore, the unit ignores the first two points of piercing when taking grit checks against attacks from weapons using the blast template or the attuned quality. The unit only ignores the first point of piercing when taking grit checks. So that's a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> and again, it, that is a huge ability for basically all the all the 
Kokoroli. Outside of that, she has Quick Draw. So her second shoot action is after her first success would then be for one point instead of the two. And then she has Dying Breath. So should she be destroyed, she can make a free combat action before being removed from play. Okay, so Noth and Katan, they basically have the same weapon profiles. They have the same stat wheel. The, the difference is instead of Quick Draw, Katan, he has Death Dealer. Everything else is the same. Only difference is Death Dealer. And Death Dealer is the ability, if you're engaged, each successful hit caused by this unit on an enemy unit they are engaged with causes a further automatic hit on that unit. Automatic hits like these cannot generate further hits from Death Dealer rule. Okay. Here's the problem with Katan. When is he engaged? He can use his Cholus chains when engaged because it's got close work, but it's going to be less effective. So even even his best, you know, the reason to take him is going to be at a detriment based on the fact that it's not a his main weapon's not a melee weapon. So he can use it in when he's engaged, but it's at a minus. Right. Right. So as far as they are concerned, yes, they're options and they're good options. Um, I would hold off though, to see what comes in, you know, we really have one other choice. (laughs) <laughs> as far as bringing other models and that's to start looking at divine intervention and all the other corcoroli. Right. So since we started a theme posse in the stray, I wanted to go over all those options just sure. so we're not, but like you said, we unlocked one slot. You don't have any other interest in bringing a, a slot to Australia unit, but we, we covered them. Right. So now we go on the posse thing. We, we know, hey, let's go into divine intervention, okay. or do you want to do an order of faction? Right. So let's look at divine, since I got that one up. So it's it's legendary Makar posse, and it's bring something with Coralie. Yep. <laughs> for six slots. Now, what changes is depending on the slot, you can bring up to two. Yeah, up to two. Um, yeah, it's like they're flip flopping, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So um, instead of just bringing six Coca-Cola units in this posse, you can bring eight, right? Um, two, three, four. Yep. 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 Eight. All right. Let me. Uh, let's look at Akara. Who is a legendary boss? Uh, she's, you know, it's nice. She's got four fortune, two fifteen. She's fast as heck. Quickness is seven. Mind of eight. Her aim is six. Grid is seven. Uh, she has a fight of eight, and her limit's three. Uh, she has her lance unleashed. Why do they put unleashed in parentheses? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, it's basically because they both have the same name. They uh, need okay. uh, for their the way that their card system works. These are all based on traits, so they needed to change the name of it so it didn't confuse with the melee 
version of this weapon. Okay. Okay. So it's like a thrown weapon then. Um, Well, it's, it's the, it's, it's the beam weapon that comes out the tip. Okay. Okay. If you look Um, at it, it's glowing. Yeah. Yeah. She can launch a turret out of the tip of her, her spear. That's nice. And then it's refined, but it is complex. Uh, It does have fatal on the, a crit, which is nice. Yeah, especially um, with a nine or a ten. Yeah, yeah. Piercing minus three, uh, but it's only a rate of attack of one. And then the melee side of that has parry refined with fatal also on the crit. Uh, that one's a whew, range is one inch, but it's piercing minus four rate of attack two. Yeah, so the lance is great. Uh, so obviously with a fight of eight, she's mainly uh, melee. But when you you run her up against uh, a, a group of hands, obviously the tort then becomes a good option. Yeah, yeah. Right, because now you can hit all of them with a pierce three, you know, and then wail, then go into melee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just start wailing on people. Yeah. See, what are her common roles? She has metal, largesse, moving target, so no, no quick in the dead. Um, she's got a quick of seven, so she can hit that. She yeah. just have to move her full move, and then she'll she'll get the moving target defensive yeah. bonus, which which is great. She's already grit seven, so yeah, yeah, she's going to be pretty tough. And then her special rules, we've seen some of these. She's got disciple of the all shard. Uh, right. She's and got the grit boon from you know ignoring the first two points of piercing. Mm-hmm. Again, makes her you know, her grit really grows. And then uh, she's got bull rush. So just like legendary Nura, she, she charge into stuff because that's what she's for. Now, the difference is because she's in that big giant encasement suit, she does have hardy so she can reroll failed grit checks. When you get in there with the, the swing, uh, swing of things, she's got forceful strike. So it's been an action point. She can double the pierce of a single strike action. Now, it's to a maximum of six, which she will hit because she's got a piercing four yeah. melee weapon. But jumping from pierce four to six is nice. <laughs> yeah, would, yeah. Eight would be really gross. I mean, you consider how most units, their grit is like five or six. So, right. Um, yeah, she's a beast. Um, and, and if you are able to destroy her, she's going to hit you one more time. Yeah. You know, because... In case, yeah, it's just okay. <laughs> all right. So, and then she's got order unit with core Caroli traits. All right, so we're at 485 with two bosses and uh, a second portal master Salto. So, that's 485 already. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, that's that doesn't seem like much. You got lots of lots of room, right? So, slot one. An order unit with Corcoroli. Um, now, now, this is assuming you want to use the the theme and not go with the standard uh, posse. So, the the biggest issue you're going to have is you're because you didn't go deep enough in the uh, portal vanguard. You have no way of bringing hands. Yep. When being as the spiker are the only hands, we might be okay with that. I mean, I like the spiker. Um, but we'll we'll see. Let's try building it out with DI. 
And if that's not working out, then we can look at going just uh, check out another option. Yep. Okay, so who are we looking at next now to fill in that that slot? So Brian actually had to educate me on this a little bit. Uh, a few weeks ago, we were talking about this. So Brian, do you want to go over how the the Caroli are kind of set up, how there's right. melee ones and shooty ones? and Right. So before we get to that, if you change Nura's posse to an order faction posse, slot one is bring a face and or a hand unit. Mm-hmm. So, and you're not getting anything out of bringing her theme. Yep. Yeah. So there's no reason to be stuck in that theme. So you might as well bring Salto, and now you have the option of bringing a group of Spica. That makes sense. Okay. We don't okay. have to do it now, but just letting you put that on the like you said, you like the models bringing a, a, at least a three or four man team. Uh, maybe something we may want to add. Uh, now we can because that theme posse is not doing us any good because we're not going to six. Right. All right. So back to Makara. So in the Cocoroli has two different support units, but because they carry the Cocoroli trait, they can fit in any of the slots in the posse. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and there are two types they're pistol and sword, and then you know, basically auto cannon, like a, a cannon version. So we can look at their, the Luminant and the Nyx are the two that I'm referring to. Yep. Uh, now, I only own the Nyx, so, so that, you know, limits that a little bit. Uh, I have not been able to put my hands on the Luminants. They seem a little harder to come by. So the Nyx are the cannons. Yeah. Um, they, you can bring them one up to three in a unit uh, at an 80 point per, per model uh, quick five mind of eight aim of five grit of six and fight of five. They have no melee weapon. So they just get the credit for, you know, basic melee punching. They have a shrike rifle, 18 inch range, three pierce ROA of two crit to brutal. They have no common rules. But because they are of the order, they get Disciple of the All Shard. They are Cocorolis, so they pick up that super uh, long description of all the benefits from wearing an encasement suit. They also are masks, so they don't have uh, issues with the disorder effects of a smokescreen weapon. Mm-hmm. And they also have Dying Breath, so they'll shoot you if you kill them. What do you think, Tom? All three? So, <clears throat> the bo- they're three in a box. Right, uh, three in a box. Um, this is one of those weird posses where where everyone in it is a corcoroli, right? So, right. is it worth going through what all the different corcoroli are and then trying to piece together? Right. So they're all a little different, and the the issue is they're they're designed in pairs. So that's for the named. Cocoroli, right? Yep. So the name Cocoroli are there's a male and a female, and they're identical weapons uh, packages, pretty much identical stat wheels, but may have one their one special ability that's not the standard, right? 
So mm-hmm. you'll get the all shard, you'll get the Coca-Cola, you get to be wearing a mask and, you know, uh, dying breath, but then there'll be one other ability. That other ability sets them apart. So that's how you decide which of the two you bring, right? Or because of the weapon, you may want to bring a ball. So, I mean, that's how you have to make these calls, right? So the easiest way is just to go through those pairs. So there's the two-handed spear, Kokroli. So they have one weapon. It's the called the Luminate Glaive, and it is parry with brutal, crit to fail. One inch range, pierce three, ROA of one. So good weapon. Like I said, there's you can bring two, a male and a female version. They're, they're cost uh, 125, which comes with one fortune, which is huge. Quick of five, mine of eight, six for A, G, and F. Metal, target priority. Her special is forceful strike. Mm-hmm. So it allows her to, for one action point, double the pierce, right? So she can double her pierce on this weapon to pierce of six. Which is not but, too shabby. Oh, no, it's very unshabby. Um, the other thing she has is underboss. So if you wanted to bring her as a boss, you can spend 20 more points and she can come with two fortune instead of just the one. Okay. So Raj is her male pair. So the only thing that changes is he has quick strike instead of fortune strike. Mm-hmm. So he can make a second strike action after a success for one point, right? So you have to weigh which of those two special abilities is your preference or are they good enough to bring them both? So that is the, it's basically a short spear that has a blade on both ends. So that's the Kokoroli pair. The next pair we'll talk about is Han and Zane. Okay, there's Zane. Where's so no Where? no fortune. Uh, One twenty five. She uh, she has the pistol and the sword. She's basically like the uh, she's the luminant base, right? The luminant are the pistol sword uh, support unit. Well, these guys are the base version of them, so they're l- better than the eighty point you know, support model. Uh, quickness five, mind eight, sixes for uh, AGF. The Luminant Kopesh has parry, hazardous, and refined, and they brutal uh, on a crit. So nice sword. Pierce a two, rate of attack of one. They have the Krolis Heavy Pistol, which is refined and crits to brutal. Tenant trained, pierce of two, ROA of three mm-hmm. so it's a much heavier hitting pistol and the the, the sword's actually pretty good too mm-hmm. um so what sets her apart from her her pair is she has trapper and counter strike so counter strike enemy unit has been made uh has made a strike action but not a part of a reaction against this unit and all required good checks have been resolved any surviving models in this unit may immediately make a free strike action with the rate of attack of one against the enemy that attacked. So basically if she's attacked with a melee or a strike action and she survives, she could 
hit you back. Right. But it's at a rate of attack of one instead of, um, you know, hitting you with an ROA of three. Yep. So, and Trapper allows you to bring an additional booby trap. We. And she ignores the detonation rule. So she can always go running around other traps. All right. So then let's look at Zane because he has something different. So he's five points cheaper, has the same weapons, has the same stat wheel. He has Death Dealer mm-hmm. and Counter Strike, right? So instead of Trapper, he has Death Dealer. Which seems not better. really sure why he's five points cheaper because save the five <laughs> points, take him. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say that. Death Dealer for a melee fiend with ROA of three is a much better. It's a much better option, and it's five points cheaper. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's on the short list of uh, who, who we're thinking to take here. Right. Okay, so we already went over Noth and Catan, so that's the other pair, and they're basically a chain weapon pair. So right. the last pair of the in the Crocoroli are Orin and Methune, and they're the uh, Triple Bear Cannon pair. So Methune, the female version, she has she's at 130, Quick of four, so a little slower because of this big giant weapon. Uh, mine to eight. AG, AGF is six. Heavy fist, so crits on stun. Pierce one, ROA of one. Still not sure why they're fighting with the hand behind their back. Uh, <laughs> the, the master strike <laughs> rifle is basically a triple barrel version of the weapons that the Knicks carry. Uh, it's refined, special, linked. And crits to brutal. So link allows you to re-roll some stuff, and then refine means it's going to be brutal on a nine and a ten. Fifteen inch pierce three ROA of three. Hmm. Jump into special rules. Obviously, get all the norms. But she picks up favor the bold. Uh, once per application, this unit wipes out the last model in an enemy unit with combat action. She gains plus one fortune chip. Okay, she has no fortune of her own, so that's how she picks them up. Uh, she also has braced during the activation. This unit may spend an action point and remain stationary to ignore the special quality on one of its ranged weapons for the remainder of the activation. Mm. So it gives her the ability to basically be a, you know, ig- ignore the special rule. Yeah. Uh, dig in and, and let her, you know, shoot off three times. Right. If you have dig, the action. Points. Dig in and let her rip. Right. Now, the difficult part with this is she's got a quickness of four, right? So it's getting her into position where the 15-inch range is going to be a useful place. So that's why pairing Kokroli with the portals Portals. is such a good – I mean, it's the way you have to do this because you want to get her in position as fast as you can and then let her just shoot. (laughs) Yep. Uh, her, okay, so let's look at good sight lines and, and call it a day. Right. So <laughs> Oren is a little more expensive. He's uh, at 140. He comes with his own fortune. One. Everything else is the same on that end, except for he picks up Underboss. Hmm. So that 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 seems to not. Oh, and Dead Eye. He has Dead Eye. She oh, okay. So those are the two things. He has dead eye, she has favorite of old, and he also picks up under boss, which is here nor there. Right. Unless you need a boss, and you probably yeah. Don't. 
Okay, so does that cover all of them? That is all of them. Okay. So, um, what do you guys think? Well, I mean, the, the best thing to do is just start plugging them in. Like, so yeah. you're going to want to take at least one of the range guys. You're going to want to take, I think, Zane. So, I mean, for 120 points, Zane's kind of like a duh. Yeah. Right. He's got Death Dealer as a melee focused guy. Uh, yeah. He's worth the 120 points. Then in slot two, we can jump in uh, at that point. Uh, which of the two do you prefer, Methune or Oren? At 130 points, uh, favor the bold Oren. versus underboss. Yeah, favor the bold, definitely. Or do you think Deadeye is worth it? I think I'd I go with that. Yeah, I, think, I think favor the bold um, with the, the linked, that linked rifle. You know, well, they both have that. So we're we again with the Coke roller, you're 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 gauging. Well, yeah, true, true. The difference, right? So the difference is dead eye, which allows you to ignore target priority, mm-hmm. which she can't do, and she can pick up spare fortunes, which you know, Coke Rolly are fortune shy, so that's yeah. useful. But that's the that's the offset, right? I you mean, I think. Side. I think gaining the fortune is useful if you really want to get rid of somebody and so you can, you know, use that to focus your shot and, uh, you know, make sure you get rid of that person. Yep. But if you want to be shooty, you may end up taking them both. Yeah. Right. Well, let's start with one for now. Okay. So, so let's go with favor the bold. Okay. okay. So me Thune, 130. Um, you can also bring a second Coca-Cola unit in this uh, slot. Well, why don't we save that for, cause don't we want to try to fill out the, uh, the posse? Do we need to get to six? You don't, there's no bonus for it. Yeah. No, there's no bonus for it. Okay. So you're oh, just going, you're just going for points. Weird. Really? It says it does. If you can get all six slots, Makara gains team. Right. Which is they not, did, they did add something. They used to okay. not have. Yeah. Right. Which is useful, but not like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why don't we, since we're just bouncing through Caroli for this, why don't we f- try to fill it out before we start filling in those second slots, second spots in the size. See of what slot. kind of points you have left. Okay. Yep. All right. So we have uh, we have Zane pistol sword. We have Bethune triple barrel. What are you thinking? So slot three. So we have the uh, the female version of Zane uh, gives you another uh, melee but a heavy pistol. Uh, or do we want to go with uh, Baluna? And she's got the the you know the spear melee weapon. Let's go with the spear. Mix it up. Okay. So Baluna. So right, what is six, she? Five. And we're pulling up slot four. So we can go with um, one of the chain. I think Noth is the female one. So she has the uh, quick draw. So her second chain attack is worth more. Uh, the male version had death dealer. So it, it was basically a, a difficult, you know, close work. You have to only be in close work using it instead of. Yeah. Right. So let's uh, go with the female version. 
Which is 115. Okay. Now we're at 810. So and slot five. Slot five right now. Yep. So up, up to two order units with Corcoroli. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're just trying to get to six to yeah, screw just, the teamwork and see where we're at. Go ahead and take uh, one. We just have to decide on what we want. So how much melee do we have versus how much shooty do we have right now? Right now you have more melee than shooty. Uh, why don't we throw why don't we throw a Knicks cohort in there? Who? The Knicks? Okay. Yeah. So it's 75 points. It autoed two, but you can bring it to one or bring it all the way up to three. Uh, right now it's at 150 mm-hmm. uh, with bringing two of them. Why don't we leave it at two for now? We'll see what we what we've got. Okay. So we got slot six. Uh, who have we got left? All right. Uh, now, if you still want to have a little more shooty, uh, you can always bring Aura. So where are we at now, shooty to melee? All right. So right now you're at 960. You have the Nyx, which is two cannons. You also have Methune, which has got the triple barrel cannon. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, where is he? Uh, Zane. He has a heavy pistol. It's that uh, rate of attack of three uh, pistol. Yep. Right. Uh, and then you have the two pistols that Gianna and Nura use, but I'm not sure you meant that. I, for yeah, long I, range, you really just have the Knicks really, and uh, Mithune. Mithune. Um, let's put one more shooty unit in there then. So you want to go ahead and grab Oren? Yeah. I think that's a good choice. I mean, 15 inch range, so. Yep. Let's go ahead and do that. So you close out the um so that's a whole posse or you you chain slot six. You still have two gaps that you can fill. Mm -hmm. Uh but you're at eleven hundred. Yep. So my question there is we've got a hundred points. How much does Spica cost? Let's see. Spica. Where are they? Where are they? Forty points. How much? Forty. Forty. Yeesh. Yep, they're expensive. Um, so they you have to bring three. Uh, quick okay. a six, a five mine, five for A, G, and F, uh, F. Limit of two. Blaster pistols, so they didn't even outfit them with relics anymore. Revolver fan, close work, and they stun on a crit. Ten-inch range, pierce one, ROA of one. They got one blade, although they mostly carry two. Parry, one-inch, pierce one. ROA of one, relic rifle, crits to a hazardous, 18-inch range, pierce two, ROA of one. Um, they have the disciple of the all shard, filtered lung, and disciplined. Uh, they have mass fire, mass melee, and combined fire. So the problem is we can't fit them as we're constructed. Because you have to bring three. Yep. Yeah. So it's too big. Um so then we're back over looking at other options uh, of we've got two more slots we could put Corolli in. Uh, we could add another Knicks. Yeah, they're 80 points a so piece. You, only have, you have 100 points. So you can add, you can bring your Knicks up to three and mm-hmm. you will be at uh, 1180. Get a bomb. Yeah, <laughs> you could. Well, you, then you'll have a, uh, you could put a boob. Right. Put a boob in there. And that'll that'll be twelve hundred even, it sounds like. Yeah. Yep. So 
What are you guys thinking? What do, how do you what do you think about that kind of construction? It, obviously, it's very low numbers, which I'm not used to playing with. And what do you um, got here? One. So let, let's just see what it looks like. So is that 12, oh, sorry, 12? 75, not four. So you you have you're at eleven seventy five. So you you'll be at eleven ninety five. Okay. The luminate are eighty points. Gotcha. Uh, which is fine. It's five points. That's twelve units, Tom. So that's yeah, it's, it's not bad. It, it used to be worse, but with the the changes to the cost, twelve twelve yeah, of what you're bringing is not bad. Yeah, that's not as small as I thought it was going to be. I'm used to I'm used to having groups of hands. That's uh. Well, so uh, you, you count it. models, so technically it's nine nine units. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But nine units is not bad. Um, at the end of the day, it's, we don't have a whole lot of choices. Uh, you know, order doesn't have a lot of units to choose from. Um, obviously, I'm not bringing the tumblers. Is pretty much what the only thing I have that uh, we're kind of leaving out here. So I, that's well. That like- if, if we wanted to do that, we wouldn't be using divine intervention. You would you mm-hmm. would focus on doing a a full faction posse yep so you can get up into um you know slot five of a faction posse yep but i think that this i think that this works it's 12 models um and it it goes along well with my idea of i wanted a smaller more elite force that uh takes less painting (laughs) well yeah you you won't be painting all those buckles on the the spiker (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, damn it. Now I've been putting Spica together. Uh. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that this is, this is uh, going to be fun to, to give a try. Um, it, every one of those models sounds like they hit hard. Uh, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty tough. Right. Uh, so one of the things we didn't discuss that you also have to be aware is the effects of the portals in play. Mm-hmm. So every time, every time they throw down a portal, two, every time they do portal generate, two portals hit interplay, right? And portals have blessings of the all-shar yep. as a special ability. So while this unit is in the play area, units with Spica, Blessed, or or Paroli trait within five inches of any portal model, but not totems, hexaliths, blah, they can take a mind check if they are declared as initial target. If passed, that unit may remove a single negative condition of their choice from themselves. If they fail the mind check, the condition remains as normal. Move along. Units in reserve with the Coroli Astraea or spirit traits may spend a fortune during their activation to immediately pass their reserve check. The summon unit must be deployed in base contact with the model with this rule and is available to activate as normal this turn, though still counts as having made a reserve move action. So, in essence, it get, it's being near the portals gives you more survivability. Right. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to reserve some of your Coccaroli, like some quick four slow-moving uh-huh. And instead of having to deploy them from the edge of the board, you can deploy them to your preferred portal that you're 
you know, boss or Salto has already thrown down. Yep. And then you can basically call Orin or not uh, Methune right at a portal. Right. In the field where you want them. I just did the math. It looks like if I'm correct in my counting, Tom, you're getting 10 fortune overall. 10 fortunes, pretty solid. Yeah, with a chance to get one for uh, what's his face if he, you know, beats on deal. somebody. Yeah. So, you know, that that's pretty solid. I mean, it's it's not um, crazy warrior nation solid. <laughs> but No, I, I think for most order forces I've played and seen, you know, they don't have close to that amount. Um, I mean, Makara brings four just by herself so and i mean that's good because that's the the posse you built out the most so you kind of need that with you know all her all her uh name characters with her so um nura has three uh you know but she just has salto with her in the posse and salto has her own too so nura's probably spending hers on herself for the most part Pretty much, yeah. Or or keeping uh, Salto alive. Yeah. Yep. So um, this sounds pretty solid. I'm, I'm excited to give it a go. It is. 11.95. Couldn't get any closer, I think. No. <laughs> and, I mean, good. you got a lot of flexibility in this, too. With, uh, I mean, when you came up with the idea – of asking Brian, well, what, where do we stand melee versus shooty? That's, mm-hmm. that's a real good thing to remember when you guys are building posse list. You don't want to oversaturate the posse with, you know, a one trick, basically pony. Right. See what I did there. I do. <laughs> um, it's good to have those options. Uh, right. So one of the neat things about, some uh, most of the order models is they usually are pretty good having both options. There's a couple mm-hmm. that don't like this, the spear weapon, Kokoroli. Uh, obviously they they don't have any other weapon, so they don't have any shoot, shoot weapon. The, the rest all have at least a pistol. If they don't have like, or, you know, in Methune, they, they, they got the big giant rifle, but uh, you know, right. the others in the middle, have that other option so so let's let's give a rundown brian for everybody watching listening and we'll go ahead and wrap up here uh you got the the list right i'll double check my my chicken scratch i got here right so um we're gonna uh we started with uh bringing alita nora with a, a regular faction posse uh but we never went back and added anything. So it really doesn't matter if it's the theme or not. Okay. She's bringing a face. So you're going to have the two portal masters in their own group and sharing Nura's four or three fortune. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're going to jump into Makara uh, with the divine intervention. And she's bringing Zane, uh, which is the pistol sword guy. So it's got that heavy pistol, that 10 inch range, but it's like ROA of three and, pierce of three it's i mean really good dice then you know also with ranged uh methune's bringing her her heavy rifle then bulana is bringing her her uh spear weapon okay then you have noth is bringing um 
Is that when we switch to shooty? No, who is Noth? Noth is the chain one. Right, chain she's the female, female chain. chain. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then bring in three Nicks. Okay. And then bring in Orin. Okay. And, and that total Bring in a booby trap. And a booby trap. Okay, so then we're at 1195. All right. You done building yet, Tom? <laughs> uh, nope. I've got I, I got two spike of built. <laughs> so many little pieces. <laughs> but you like this list, Tom? Is that a good list for you? Uh, we'll it's find a, out. <laughs> I mean, like we mentioned before, it's, you got to start somewhere and have fun with it. Try things out, and then if you need be, tweak um, the order tend to be a little harder to tweak because they are uh, limited in your your choices. But I, I don't know. It, it They have enough that you can try things out. Yep, for sure. So this is going to be kind of a, a new play style for me. Um, you know, I've played Lawman and I played Union. Yeah. Um, I, tend to play, uh, and I, I tend to play very shooty lists. So, you know, having some some more melee base in here is going to be very different for me. Um, it's going to change the way I think that I have to think about movement. You know, I usually play very defensive, sightline-oriented games. So this is going to be a completely different style of play for me, I think. Okay. Okay. Well, cool, cool. Um, I guess we can go ahead and wrap it up um, since it's starting to get a little late. And, uh, you know, you guys that tuned in and hung out with us tonight, thank you for watching our live stream and participating in the chat and, you know, throwing out some ideas there for Tom building his order posse list. Yeah, sorry. No, I, that. I, I know order is a little bit of a boring one because uh, it's not as – you have as many options. Well, I'm hoping actually, because I know this is one of those factions that a lot of people have, you know, some trouble figuring out. I hope this was actually a good exercise to everybody watching or listening when we, you know, turn it into an audio uh, to see kind of that process of us running down and just in building. Uh, sometimes you just got to kind of, jump in there and start plugging them in there and then seeing where you stand points wise. And then if you have to swap out based on, well, I have too many melee guys, let's take one or two out and, you know, shift things around. So right. um, I, I think this is a good exercise, you know, for everybody really. Um, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to do this is that, you know, the community can not only see us, the three of us doing it, but participate also with the, the live stream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Jacob mentioned uh, bringing both chains and having one of them drag someone in uh, or having Katan drag them in and let Noth hit them with the death dealer. Mm. Wow. That sounds mean. <laughs> but really, it, it, whoever the other Ely guy is can do the same. You know, you can bring them, bring them into yeah. Makara. Makara. Right. Like you just said, Tom, that kind of sounds mean. I thought yeah. you were the good guys. What, what's up? 
Well, good good guys are mean to bad guys. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, and Benji actually reminded uh, everybody that Conquistadors is a uh, is a good <laughs> option as well because they can play along with the the order. Yep. Um, I had looked at them briefly uh, when I realized that playing around in Posse Builder, but the reality hit me that I don't own any. <laughs> so, so I don't um, own any of these birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have all the birds. <laughs> Well, all right, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you, you guys, for watching. As always, uh, we will go ahead and turn this into an audio so you guys can uh, listen to it if you just don't have the, you know, the time or the opportunity to sit and watch us, you know, chit-chat and put stuff up on the screen. Um, and also we'll put it on YouTube. You can catch it on there or uh, just rewatch it on the Facebook page. But... Thank you for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned for some more. I'm up next. <laughs> with with <laughs> those damn dirty constructs and zombies. Progress through science. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Trust science. <laughs> but keep an eye open for that. We'll uh, try to make a post for when we're going to you know, do that live stream. And then after that, uh, we'll continue actually doing just project streams where we're uh, maybe still building, but doing like a little painting hangout um, that you guys can, you know, uh, work on your stuff with us. Yep. I've already Please. started. Yeah. You, you're already starting, man. He can't wait. So, <laughs> on my thunder chicken. <laughs> so um, um, it, it's something that, and I, I was actually listening to uh, the previous stream today because uh, Eric had posted it. Because I like to review them and hear them and you know critique them, um, and uh, yeah, we definitely. Uh, Eric, you had mentioned that this was a posse building challenge, and that's uh, where Benji had jumped on that. Yeah, yeah, um, it's kind of a challenge for the three of us, but yeah, Benji jumped on it. If you guys want to do it with us, go please for do. It. We're, yeah, we're yeah and, and if um, if after we finish Eric's um, you know build sesh. You know, maybe if there's somebody out there who wants to jump into one of these live streams with us, uh, and we can work work out what you're gonna uh, build. With, you know. Yep. Um, once we see the link. Once we get into the painting and the having it more be like a hangout. You know, if you're working alongside us, uh, you know, post your pictures, uh, show us what you're working on. You know, show us your progress. Uh, drop your opinions on what on what we're doing, what what we should be doing. Um, it's all good. All right, guys. Well, if you want to check out more stuff we're doing, check us out on our Facebook page, Black Cliff Saloon, and you can find our other podcasts that we have in all the places you have your podcast uh, uploads, downloads, like uh, Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcast. Uh, I believe Spotify is all good now. So we're on there. Uh, and I think Amazon music now I haven't checked yet. So I, 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 I applied for it. Um, <laughs> check us out on Twitter, Instagram, discord. 
Tom has been manning Discord and uh, striking up some conversation in there. And on the YouTube, where we have a lot of unboxings, uh, we're putting some of these live streams there. And uh, I'm trying to think what else we have. All our, our regular episodes are on there too. So we try to put it everywhere, you know, make it as easy for you guys to listen to, no matter if you're in the car, at home, working in the garage, uh, anywhere. Um, feel free to email us with any ideas that you guys may have for the two posses we've built so far, Brian's Warrior Nation or Tom's Tonight. And hey, if you got some ideas for some enlightened for me, um, you know, send them our way at uh, our Gmail account at blackhoofsaloon at gmail.com. But uh, that's going to be about it. Uh, Till next time, guys, this is Eric saying take it easy and to ride with the sun at your back and always roll those big crits. Go ahead and take us out, guys. All right. right, Thanks for joining us. Yeehaw. Yep. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, thanks, Eric and Brian, for uh, walking through the order with me. Brand new faction for me, you know, especially as you guys did all the work and I struggled putting together lots of little pieces. <laughs> and it, hey, at least it wasn't uh, Construct. Oh, ouch. No, we get to watch Eric with those next week. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we'll talk to you next time we're gonna call him eric tweezer hands yep. <laughs> all right have a good have a good one guys thanks for stopping by the black hoof saloon y'all we hope you enjoyed your visit Feel free to get a hold of us with comments or questions via the interwebs and shoot us a telegraph at blackhoofsaloon at gmail.com. You can also find us on the Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Music for the podcast was provided for use by Ross Bugden and can be found at one of his YouTube channels, Ross Bugden Music or Ross Bugden Composer. Until your next visit, ride with the sun at your back and always roll those big crits. Someone else could do the math. I, I don't add. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wrote down your list when we were doing it. And look at that chicken scratch. Let me see. If, uh, no, it's oh. fading into the back. It's getting eaten by the background. Yeah, I'm going to turn off my background for a second then. That's my chicken scratch. What's oh, the crossing name? out, you circling. Gonna, you going to post it up? Yeah. You got you got to yeah. post it up so I know what I need to put together. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't do it tonight, but I'll do it tomorrow for sure. <laughs> I want to double check my spelling on some of these characters. Yep, I had a hard time 
Brian was saying their names and I'm like, I'm like, okay, it started with an N and, 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 you know, this is, this is one of the posses I have the most trouble with the names on because you could pronounce them like nine ways. Yeah. Right. What do you call the boss for divine intervention? Makara. Makara. You know what? You know what I, know what I used to mind. call her, and it, it, I think I said it the first time. It just became a joke. What's that? Martika. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a singer from like the late eighties or nineties? Was wasn't she ninety nine Lost Balloons or something? Wasn't she? The- that was that was Nina. Oh, Nina Cherry. Nina. Okay. <laughs> Yes, Martika sounds familiar, though. I think um, she sang a song called Toy Soldiers. Yes. One hit wonder. Step by step. Yep. By <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, I'm still recording. Name the movie. Toy Soldier. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was a Brat Pack movie, wasn't it? No, well, was that wasn't it the one where that was Will Wheaton when they, they were at the military school? Uh, that's it? what the soldier is, but I don't remember that song there. Oh, okay. But I, Cupid's I, other I, one was in it. Oh, uh, Lost Boys. Yep. Okay. 